is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for May the 28th. Hope you're having an excellent day. What do you think about the fireside? I thought here, like the presidents used to have, uh, why don't you and I have a fireside chat and have a little chit chat about the Word of God? Here's the thing. I do like the fire. Hey, guys, I love camping. A lot of people are always emailing me, Matt, uh, tell me about yourself. Hey, I love the family. I love to go camping. I love the Lord, okay? I love schmores. I love big, fat steaks, okay? But I even love a big potato the size of Texas. Uh, let me get off that, okay? Hey, today we're going to be in the book of Revelation, and we're going to be looking at something that's kind of crazy that is coming our way like a freight train, like a meteor coming out of the sky, hitting the world, okay? It's coming at us, okay? And here's the thing. Some will experience what I'm talking about, and some will not. And you're like, what are you talking about? The mark of the beast, okay? The chip, okay, that's going to be required for you to buy and sell anything in this life. And here's the thing. That technology is here. Our animals, my my cat, he's chipped, okay? Before, I went to the pound, and I bought him, and while I'm walking out the door with my little kitty cat, and they go, oh, by the way, he's chipped. I'm like, what do you mean he's chipped? You know what I'm saying? Oh, he has a chip. What kind of chip does he have? All this information's on it. Everything he's ever done in his life. There's even pictures on the chip. I'm like, you're going to be kidding me. I got an antichrist cat. No, it's not like that. But let me just say this. I got the Bible in hand. We're going to be in Revelation chapter 13. Before I start reading, you know when I first got the cat, I thought the government was tracking me through the cat. <laughs> I was holding him out the window like this while I drove. That's a joke. Hey, today we're going to be in Revelation chapter 13, okay? Listen to these words, okay? It's verse 16. He also, this is talking about the Antichrist, okay? Okay, the son of perdition, which is the son of destruction, okay? The beast, okay? This false prophet, okay? He also forces everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, okay? So it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a king, whether you're in some third world country, it doesn't matter to receive the mark on his right hand or his forehead so that no one could buy or sell. Watch this. You can't buy, you can't sell, you can't pay taxes, you can't get gas, you can't get a uh, you can't go to In-N-Out and get a hamburger. You can't do anything. Women, you can't go to Bed Bath and Beyond. <gasps> and so that no one could buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast or the number of his name 666. Verse 18. Listen to this very carefully because I think this is very interesting, okay? This calls for wisdom. Friends, listen to what it says. This calls for wisdom. Do you want to be here during this time? Wisdom says, begs the answer. No, I don't want to be here, okay? If anyone has insight or wisdom, let him calculate the number of the beast. For his, it is man's number, and the number is 666. Friends, I can't tell you how many conspiracies I've heard about 666. And over my life, I've heard of, oh, this guy... Ronald Reagan, he's the Antichrist, or it's this guy, or it's Putin, or it's this guy over Yesterday, here. I was reading about a story about a politician in Austria, and they said, he's the most eloquent speaker, but behind the words is evil. Here's the thing, we don't know who it is. I mean, here's the thing, it's not going to be revealed. Although the Bible says, and I just went over this a couple days back, that there is going to be a falling away. People are going to fall away, not really want to have anything to do with God or religion or a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, there's just a great great falling away. They're like, ah, I want to do what I want to do. That's the world. That's Satan's scheme, okay? People want to do what they want to do. I want to do it my way, where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane praying, not my will, but thy will be done. It's very interesting. But here's, here's the dilemma here, guys. I want you to hold on real tight with me here, okay? And so during this period of time, okay, you have to have the chip in order to buy anything, okay? Let me share the dilemma with you, okay? The Christians are gone. They're gone, okay? 
you've missed the rapture, okay? And that's what many theologians believe. And there's three views of the rapture. Pre-trib, before anything gets bad, God takes his children, okay? Mid-trib, right around when this is taking place, okay? When the Antichrist starts demanding worship of himself and demanding everyone be chipped, okay? That's when the church is raptured. Or some believe, watch this very carefully, a lot of theologians and people in seminaries believe that the church goes through the rapture, okay? But there's a lot of people after the rapture that are going to be what's called left behind. They missed it, and they were in church, okay? You might be sitting next to one one Sunday, a guy's gone, you're still there. What gives? Okay, because you thought you were saved. Watch this. Something went wrong in your thinking. And you're like, yeah, I'm left behind with the Antichrist in the, the chipped cap. <laughs> you know what I'm watch this, watch this very carefully, okay? Now, all these people who have been left behind, there's a reason for it, okay? Meaning this, either they had religion, meaning they had an intellectual knowledge of God, but they didn't have God. They had excluded themselves from Christianity by adding to or taking away, meaning they joined something that was contrary to God, to a personal relationship with God, which in his word, he says no to all other things, okay? Uh, he's not saying no to the soccer team, no to the football team, but those people who have joined systems and belief systems, okay, and which engage in rituals and all these other things, okay, they're contrary to the Word of God, absolutely. What I'm trying to say is the Christian is gone, but you're left behind. Why were you left behind? A lot of people were left behind because they were serving the world, the things of the world, mammon, money, materialism, okay? And so you have nice things. But you've just been left behind. Those, those people you knew, they're in heaven, but you're here in your house. Let's say you have a nice house and you have nice cars. Let's say you have a wonderful portfolio. Let's say that you're with Edward Jones and you're with Fidelity and you're with all the, and you have money, gold, silver, and you have all these things. But again, you've been left behind, okay? Now, the Antichrist comes along, watch this, and he says, you got to take the chip. Watch you're like, man, I hear what you're saying. What's the point? The point is this. If you take the chip, you never make it to heaven. You have three, all that chip is going to do you is going to buy you three and a half more years. That is it because of God's word. If we go to chapter 14 now in the book of Revelation, an angel is screaming. Listen very carefully because the angel wants everyone to know who has been left behind because there's so much of this. Everyone has conspiracy theories. You're hearing all this stuff on the internet, the TV, you know what I'm saying? Your friend at church, your friend in the group, everyone's saying what they consider to be truth. But God is screaming from heaven with an angel. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on their forehead or their hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into a cup of his wrath. He will be torn. Now it's going to talk about hell. For those people who don't believe in hell, and they're always amazing, okay? All the people who die on the operating table, they see hell come back, and they give their life to the Lord. Oh, okay, I guess they just came up with that in their mind. That's free, guys. Hey, verse, verse 9. He will be tormented with burning sulfur hmm, in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. Meaning he's going to be in hell if he takes the mark. The angel is screaming this out. Don't take the mark of the beast. Because there's going to be a lot of people... Actually, billions of people who get saved during that tribulation period, but they're going to be martyrs. Okay, they're going to lose their life. They're going to, it's finally going to, the light bulb's going to come on. They're going to be like, I've been just playing Christianity. I wasn't really serious. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a personal relationship with God where I was hearing a still small voice and I was being led by his spirit and I was born again. And so when the light comes on, they realize I can't take the chip. There's no way. And so what ends up happening, they lose their life. Okay, but those other people who do take the chip, why do they take the chip? because it's proof text. 
They love this world and the things of the world more than they love God. They love the creature more than the creator. They love their house, their prestige, their power, their, their play toys. They loved all this stuff more than they love God. Looking at billions of people who are going to be martyred during this time because they find, they, they look at, look at, I have to give them this. They have knowledge of God. They just never had a personal relationship with God. And okay, and after all these things happen and they've heard a story here and they've heard a story here and they saw this, they all, they start like almost like a puzzle. They start putting it together and realize this. I was lost. I was, I was one of the ten virgins and I didn't have oil in my lamp. Meaning the ten virgins, I love that story. Go on my playlist, you'll see it, okay? Uh, five had oil, represented a right relationship with God through his son. Five didn't. Five had knowledge of God, okay? Our churches are filled with these people, okay? So listen to the text, okay? This is the angel crying out. It, God's going to mix them his wrath for those who take the chip, okay? That would be the bowls, the seals, the trumpets, the thunderings, okay? The vials of God's wrath. You don't want any part of that, okay? He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb of God. And the smoke of their torments rise forever and ever. See, there is no purgatory. The Catholics preach purgatory when you're down there for a million years suffering off your sins. No, one sin can never be paid off unless you're perfect like Jesus Christ. That's why he paid all the sins, because he was the perfect lamb of God with no sin, okay? You have to be perfect to pay for your sins. So if you're not perfect, you are going to pay for your sins, but you're just going to pay for them in hell for eternity. Take God up on his offer of Jesus Christ in the blood. That's free. There is no rest day or night. It's talking about hell, okay? Because here's the thing. There's no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image or for anyone who receives the mark in his forehead or his hand. This calls for patience, endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. Now, watch that last part. What does it mean? It, listen very carefully what it said. This calls for patience and endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's command and remain faithful to Jesus, okay? So, what that's saying is there's going to be a lot of people who have been left behind in the rapture, okay, but now have gotten saved during the Great Tribulation period, okay, because there's somewhere, it depends on when God takes his remnant home when he's taking his children home because from that moment on they're gonna they see they know the stories they've been in church the majority of these people have been in church they just didn't have uh, a saving faith uh, what they had again was uh, an understanding of God they had knowledge but they weren't living it out they're just kind of doing their own thing they were part of the world those who love the world the love of the father is not in them that's what Jesus says that's what God the father says okay the Holy Spirit is a seal to the Christian he knows that he's saved okay he can feel it on the inside he hears the voice he's led there's peace in his heart. He tells us in his writings in Galatians chapter 5, what a Christian, what the outflow. See, a Christian isn't trying to be a Christian. They just are. It's just a matter of fact, okay? But he says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, meaning that is the natural you. Once you're born again, that's what your life looks like. It comes natural. It's not you faking it. It's not you trying to act it out. It's what you are. It also comes along and he tells us what the fruit of the flesh is. A person who's lost, what they're like. It says this, now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, depravity, idolatry, sorcery, 
sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfishness, rivalries, dissensions, fractions, envy, murder, murder, drunkenness, carousing, and similar things. I have warned you once and I warn you again. Those who practice such things aren't going to heaven. That's what Paul says. You know, so Paul is telling us all these things up front. God's telling us all these things up front. He's screaming it from with an angel down. Don't take the mark. Okay, God sends an angel to scream this down to everyone. If you take the mark, you're going to hell. Friends, there's the thing. If I saw an angel and I was watching him on the internet, I'm like, oh my goodness, look, that's an angel. Look, did you hear on YouTube they have an angel? What would the angel say? He says, if you take the mark of the beast or you take the chip, you're not going to heaven. It was like, man, I, but how, how am I going to pay for this house. Golly, it's 4,000 square feet. Are you kidding me? Man, I have the newest Lexus out there. Oh, golly, what am I going to do? I have, look, at this is what they're going to say. I have to live. Friends, life is in Christ. Jesus said this. I say this over and over again. I am the way, the truth, and the life. See, there is no life outside of Christ. The life that you're living, if you're living outside of Christ, it's it, you're doomed. It's only a matter of time before you close your eyes in death and you open your eyes into the second death. You don't want that. That's what the text is saying. That's what Jesus spoke two times to every one time that he talked about heaven, that there is eternal punishment for those who deny me, reject me by word, deed, and action. Okay, and there's a lot of people out there. Well, Matt, how do we know there's a lot of people lost? Oh, you got to be kidding me in the book of revelation it talks about the souls of the martyrs during the great tribulation period okay what is taking place okay and, and there's a, there's a number beyond number meaning you can't count them all this guy walks up in the book of revelation he says who are all these i mean wh who have been given white robes who are they oh these are those who died during the great tribulation period meaning they weren't raptured now and you're like well maybe that's the church and no one was raptured no when we look at the seven churches of asia minor okay. the church of Philadelphia was told, I will keep you from that hour of tribulation. Okay? And so there's seven churches. Five of them were rebuked. Okay? They said, turn or else. Jesus says, I know your deeds. You're doing some things right, but you're doing all this that's wrong. Okay? You need to repent and turn from and turn back towards me or else. Jesus is those who continue to the end that will be saved. Okay? And so there's, out of the seven, only one of the seven churches is promised to be kept from that hour of tribulation. <laughs> just so happens and the age and the time that you and I are living is the end times. It is the days of Noah. It is, we are going to see with our eyes the great tribulation period. Well, not me. I'm going to be in heaven, okay? And hopefully not you because you've learned and you're applying these truths to your life and you're turning from and you're turning to God, meaning you're selling out to God. Here's the thing. All this stuff in the world isn't worth me tell you the tragedy, okay? There are people in church right now who are going to be left behind in the rapture, who have heard this, who understand this concept, but because they have so much in this life, they're going to take the chip. They're going to get the chip in their forehead or in their hand. Because why? Because here's the thing, they loved the world but they didn't love God. Pretended to love God. They went to church. They did all the things that we do but they didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And God's, again, his warning talks about the wheat and the chaff, the sheep and the goats, okay? And so they love these things so much that they're not willing to give them up because they have to pay taxes on those houses. They have to pay insurance. They have to have lights. They have to have all these things. And this has been their God the whole time. This world, the system, all the materialism, the power, all these things, that position, okay, a prominence, okay? All this has been their God the whole time, even though they, they paid some tribute to the God of heaven, okay? But they're rejected in the end. And God says, when you 
you take the chip, you're going to be rejected by me. Absolutely. I'm not only going to pour my wrath on you, but you're going to open your eyes in hell when you finally die. Very carefully, let's say they take the chip. Their best case scenario is they have three and a half years to live, which they're not going to live that long because why? God in heaven is pouring out his wrath on sinners, okay? And friends, when you read the book of Revelation in the end times, when it's talking about all those bowl judgments and those seal judgments and the thunderings and all those things, here's the thing. It's not a good time to be living here on the earth, okay? It is the ultimate judgment, the wrath of Almighty God poured out on sinners, okay? And so here's the thing. Why don't you sell out now? Why don't you make Jesus, Lord, Savior, Master, owner of your life right now? Why don't you do it right now? Why don't you do a turnabout right now? And so you don't even have to go through what I'm talking about here, okay? The people that are going, going to go through this are those who had an intellectual knowledge or they were kind of in between God and the world. How many of you want to wake up and be in a place like this? I mean, I don't. And how many, uh, how many of you want to wake up and realize that your best friend or your wife or your children are gone? Because they went up in the rapture, but you've been left behind. Why? Because of what you made God. You made this world God. You made something other than God, God. Okay, and how do we know that? Because of your affections, by your thoughts, by your choices, by the decisions that you are making every day. You weren't thinking about God. He wasn't number one in your life. No one's going to heaven that doesn't love God. It's those who have a personal relationship. When, when are you going to sober up? When are you going to make the decision for God? Is it going to be after the rapture or before the rapture? Okay, or is it going to be when you're deciding, well, uh, you know, my house isn't really paid off. Maybe I won't get the chip. No, friends, you've missed it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've got to sell out to God once and for all. You don't want to be sold out to the world and this is your God because it will be so hard for you, okay, not to get the chip because this has always been your God. You never knew anything other than this. Materialism and power and money, okay, and sex and greed and all those things that Satan is pushing towards the saints of God, trying to get them to nibble because he knows if they nibble a little bit, they'll want it, okay? And there is a right place for everything in our lives, okay? But we're just stewards of everything in this life, okay? Who are you in the story? Guys, decide now. Because eternity is too long to be wrong. Hey, this is Matt from The Man Cave.